You're listening to Upstart, a caffeinated and daily devotional podcast to grow, learn, and encourage with Pastor Justin Love. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Upstart Podcast, a caffeinated and daily devotional to grow, learn, and encourage. I'm really excited to be jumping into where we're going to be starting today. We're going to be jumping into what it means to grow, what it means to look back upon our lives and see what the Lord has done in our lives, and, and that we're never really, uh, we never really cease in growing in the Lord. What, one of the things that we clearly see in the walk of the Christian life is the idea that we never outgrow grace, that we never outgrow what the Lord is doing in our lives. And, and here's what I mean by that. When we look back on the life of the believer— we clearly see a heart change. Now, some of you who, who know your Bible may know where I'm going with this. We, we see this most clearly back in Ezekiel. In Ezekiel, God tells the prophet that in that day, the, the day of the Lord, he is going to replace, take out the heart of stone that is within his own people and replace and give to them a heart of flesh. And it's one of the most beautiful and beautiful results of God's grace upon our lives. And what has really happened here, if we examine, if we were to examine the hearts of the, the former unconverted person and now the, the person who believes upon the Lord Jesus Christ, but we'll see two things. One, the first thing that we'll see is the, in the unconverted man's heart. But we'll see this heart of stone that, that's immovable, that, that's hard to, to form, and, and just it doesn't want to take instruction. It's made of stone. But when God intervenes into our lives by the person of Jesus Christ, he, he takes out that heart of flesh, that, that heart that doesn't want to obey, the heart that doesn't want to listen, the, the heart that, that really could care less at some times and gives us a heart that does care gives us a heart for the things of God gives us a heart that is able to receive God's grace that's able to obey the commands of the Lord that's able to enjoy the things of God and so one of those things is that we never stop growing in grace Uh, one of the things that uh, many of us can get tripped up on is the fact that we feel as if we are not there yet. Uh, there in quotations. Like maybe we should be further along than we think we should be. Maybe we should be uh, better than we are now. Maybe we're still struggling with certain sins that, that keep cropping up into the life of the believer. Maybe that's happening in your heart where you might have been following for Jesus for five years now or 10 years or 50 years. And maybe you're listening to this and and you're thinking, yeah, I, I'm in that place. I, I wish I was further along than I was. I, I wish that I was, I wish I was better than who I am already. And I, I want to encourage you that God's not done with you. God has not finished with you. You're still a work in progress. The book of Romans clearly outlines this for us. Paul tells us that because we have been called affectionately by the person of Jesus Christ, because we have been saved, God has destined us to be conformed into the image of his Son. And so those he calls, he justifies, and those he justifies, he also glorifies. He has promised, as Paul also writes in Philippians, to complete the good work that he's doing within his church. 
He's not going to leave any of us unfinished. Yes, we are absolutely works in progress. None of us are perfect. And on this side of heaven, we're never going to reach that. But it doesn't mean we don't stop trying. It doesn't mean we don't grow in our obedience. It means that when we desire to sin or when we are when we desire uh, or think or say or, or do something that's wrong in God's eyes, it means that our conscience begins to bother us because we know that we're, we're not following in obedience. Living a grace-filled life, having a heart that's been changed by God means that you are being constantly uh, formed and molded and loved on by the Holy Spirit of God. And, and one of the ways that the Holy Spirit of God loves on us and cares for us is by convicting us of those, those thoughts, those actions, those desires that are sinful in the eyes of God. And so when our conscience begins to bother us, when, when we know that something's not quite right, uh, when our heart begins to ache because of something that we've done or said or thought of, the Holy Spirit gently loves on us and convicts us of our sins. So we get to joyfully confess that what we've done is sinful in the first place. And that because we can come to God's throne, because we can confess with our lips that Jesus is Lord, that he has paid for our sin, we can be once again under God's justified mercy. He, he is able and desiring to show every single one of us mercy if we would only come to his throne. I know in my own personal life, there, there have been times where I've done something or said something uh, or thought of something where I was ashamed of it. And because I was ashamed of it, I didn't want to take that to the Lord. I didn't want to take that to Jesus. Not because I didn't know that he would, he would not forgive me. I, I knew he would, but because I was so ashamed. Like, why, why would I have to bring this back up to you again? Why, why do I have to keep bringing this before your throne? Why do I have to keep bringing this to lay it down at the cross? Why, why can't I just be rescued from this? And Jesus tells us why through the person of Paul. Because his grace is sufficient for us. We're never going to have complete and total victory over every single one of our sins in this life. We're just not. Our hearts are wicked and they cannot be trusted. We are constantly at war with our own flesh. Constantly at war trying to uh, rein in our sinful desires to be obedient to Christ. To be obedient to the Lord. And yet... We can be ashamed when that sin comes back up. And, and believer, I, I want to encourage you this morning. Take it back to him. He's not going to question, well, why does this keep coming back up again? He's, he's not the overbearing father. He's not, he's not the, the judgmental boss at work that, that doesn't understand why you just can't get a hold of it yet, why you can't figure it out yet. We encounter so many of those people here on the earth. But it's because they're sinful too. Our loving Father in heaven does not treat us that way. He desires to show us mercy. Throughout the Bible, that's what we'll see. A God who is pursuing his people, not to heap up judgment or condemnation on them, but to love them. To love them with a faithful love. A love that's never going to go away. A love that's never going to run dry. Love that's always going to be there for us. Love that that will convict us, love that that will uh, convict us of our sin, convict us of our thoughts, of our actions, and, and will constantly remind us that we were bought with a price, 
And so because we live under grace, it does not mean that we live in a, we live uh, sinful lives so that grace may increase. Paul talks about in the book of Romans as well. Do we sin so that grace may increase? By no means. We, we live in obedience. Even if you were to get the right of from the Holy Spirit, yeah, you could do whatever you want. Uh, you, you're, you're saved. You're, you can do whatever you want. The believer would never do that. Why? Because we understand that we were bought with such a high price. It does not mean that we don't struggle. It does not mean that we don't fall. But it means that we don't go on in the former ways of life. We don't go in the former ways of the old man. We don't go on with the former ways of, of what we are purchased out from. We've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness of, of our enemy to the kingdom of the glorious light that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so one of the things that we definitely need to be careful about is that we are really, really good at justifying ourselves because of our shame, because of our guilt, and because we don't want to take things to the Lord. We become very good at justifying ourselves. We become very good at atoning for ourselves. And we essentially begin to argue for our own righteousness as if what we had done was not sinful. And yet, what we see very clearly is that this can become increasingly deadly and poisonous to the soul of the believer. When we begin to self-justify and, and prop up our own righteousness... We stop seeking the grace of God that freely comes from his heart. What he desires from us is a will that will come to him, a soul that will come to him, a soul that will ask for forgiveness, ask for the grace, ask for the mercy that will come from him freely if we just ask. 1 John 1, 8-9 says this, If we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How does he do that? Because he poured out wrath upon the cross in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus purchased our forgiveness so that we could be righteous. He purchased it for us. The grace that we have received came at an increasingly high cost. A cost that we'll never be able to fully understand or even really begin to grasp but listen to what first john says again if we do confess our sins he is faithful and he is just to forgive our sins when we say that that god is faithful he, it means that when he says that he will forgive our sins it means that he's going to he's not going to turn us away he's not going to turn uh, he's not going to hide his face from us he's going to turn us back and say that we can't be in his presence anymore. No, he, John reveals to us that if we confess our sins before him, God is faithful. He's going to forgive. And then what does he say? He is just to forgive. If God freely just forgave sin without any kind of due penalty, that would make God unjust. But because God our Father poured out wrath upon Jesus so that we could experience the grace, it means that God has been God's wrath, God's justice has been justified in the person of Jesus Christ so that we could freely accept the grace and mercy of God. Otherwise, God's justice would be poured out upon us. But thank God for this for the perfect son who who committed no sin, who died in an obedient and righteous death and was laid in the grave and rose 3 days later who now sits 
interceding for, for us, pleading for you and for me before the Father. He's praying for us. He, he's interceding for us. He's loving on us. And so it says, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins. And then to do what? To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you're, if you're listening this morning and, and you fear that because of your unrighteousness, you can't go before the throne of God, hear what the Apostle John, the beloved disciple, just said to you. God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You will have a perfect standing before God when you go to him and confess your sins. This idea of, of living in a grace-filled life is a reality that none of us will ever graduate from, including myself. We'll never graduate out of grace. And so we desperately need to continue on in this transforming, uh, this transformation that is brought about by the grace of God. We need to continue to grow in and lean on and live in God's grace because he is good, because he is just, and because as John writes in 1 John 1, 8 through 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's a God I can lean on. That's a God that I can put my hope, my faith, my trust, and confidence in. And that's a God that is worthy of my worship. I pray that you're encouraged this morning. Uh, go back, read through 1 John uh, 1, 8 through 9. Meditate on God's word this morning, especially in a time uh, where we're not able to gather as freely as we can. I pray that the word of God would meet you where you're at and love on you and remind you that you are a beloved son and daughter of the king and that he will not let you go and that there is more than enough grace for you, for me, and for anyone who would be willing to confess their sins and to believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hope you have a great day. God bless you all. See you tomorrow for our next episode.